Dr. Wes Crenshaw joins us right now here on Local News Live as it is time to start thinking about college as seniors are getting closer and closer to the end of the year and trying to figure out their next destination. Dr. Wes, let's start out with majors. What are some of the best and worst majors that students should be looking at? Well, you know, you talk about seniors and it's actually the juniors because if, it's, if you're a senior right now, in high school and you're just now wondering what to do with yourself, you're kind of behind the curve. Uh, it can be done. It can be done, but it's a bit of a rush job and some do procrastinate. But one of the things you sort of, your question implies is correct. It, it's not enough really to say, I want to go to college. Um, and there's this balance we have with young people who are 17, 18 years of age between expecting him to pick some career at this age that's going to last them on the rest of their life, which doesn't make a lot of sense. And just blindly kind of going to college and you see a major that looks, you know, you kind of like it. It sounds communication. That sounds good, doesn't it? People should communicate. And you take that as your major. And there's a much more scientific way to go at this. And we really strongly encourage kids to use it. So what's that more scientific way? It's called Google. Uh, <laughs> you might have heard of it. Uh, all you have to do is get on Google and write in worst college majors or least paying or whatever. And there are several criteria they use to summarize this. One of them is the average uh, starting and median salary over the course of career. Another is, of course, the projected uh, growth of the job market. You can also get that if you want a really objective opinion. You can get that on the U.S. Department of Labor site. Every single job you can imagine is on that site, and you can tell the projections over the next five, maybe even ten years, as to how much growth there'll be. So you want, you know, some jobs. If you think, oh, there's growth. There's going to be two percent growth. Uh, well, that's not that great unless it's a job that has you know, a million openings. So 2% in a million is better. If you have a 70% growth and there's only 400 jobs in the country, that's not very good. So you have to really kind of know how to read the statistics. But any of those Google searches reveal so much information, it'll blow your mind. And so we really know what to study and what not to study in college if you want to have a lucrative career. So when it comes to those majors, what surprised you in your research on the Google machine, Dr. West? It's always been the same. The one that surprises me the most has been the same for years, and that is graphic design. I, I would have thought that for the artistic folks, I will even admit out of my mouth have come the suggestions, oh, if you like art, you should go into graphic design. This is actually not a good major there it is for pay and for job availability it just isn't and a lot of the reason for that is that so many of those tools that businesses need are available to uh, them without the degree of graphic design there are a bunch of those on here that are degrees people can get like photography uh, advertising that are, are not really necessary. If you're a good photographer, you know, you get your little, I thought I had it sitting here. You get your little iPhone out and you take beautiful, beautiful pictures. Well, you have an eye for that. And 
what you could learn in a college degree in photography, and I've had a couple of people try it, is just not sufficient to make you a photojournalist or a, a videographer or something after college. It's much better, much more about your talent. And there's a lot of those on here, the degrees that just are not going to be profitable. They may be valuable. I don't want anybody to not go into art history because I told them not to, but they should probably not expect to have a profitable job with that degree. Well, and I can tell you firsthand, if you're looking to get into journalism, you don't necessarily need to go to college and be a journalism major to go this route. And not to mention that your first job is probably not going to pay a whole lot of money either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> radio and TV is on the list uh, and Kiplinger's list is number two. And uh, when I was your age, I sort of took a different path. I was in radio. And, uh, but there are people who've done great. You've done great. Uh, but how you do that degree uh, is maybe going to be a lot less important than your talents. And journalism is a rough field, even, you know, they recommend journalism instead of radio and TV right now. The problem is journalism is a, is a, a field without sufficient funding or positions, even though the internet has come along and opened up all sorts of new publications. They Schools aren't running can't keep profit. up with the technology of what the newsrooms are doing. Absolutely. And then, you know, you tell me, Tyler, what's the future of journalism in the next five years? <laughs> it's very hard to figure out. And so the schools have a hard time keeping up with that on a lot of things. Yeah, uh, I can tell you that firsthand. That's a whole other discussion I could dive into for another day of sorts. And Dr. West, Another thing that I look at is that so much of these careers and such are about your work experience that you get in college, the internships or the jobs you do, not necessarily what you do in the classroom. I'm not encouraging kids out there to not work hard in school and such, but the priority for a lot of jobs is going to be what you did while you were there, not necessarily in the classroom itself, right? Yeah, that is true. And, and one facet of uh, the process as kids are thinking about majors, thinking about what college has the major they're interested in, if they're in high school or if they're in college, what major would be best for them. One aspect of that is figuring out how well it fits into the job market or whether you need to tweak it in order to improve your chances of getting a job. So, but there are obviously, as you would point out, other things to consider. You also, one thing I tell people is, you know, if you have a, if you follow your heart, which as I always say is terrible advice, and you do something you love like um, art, I, I always tell people, and art is a hard major, by the way, you really are in studio a lot. It's just a lot of labor. But if you're going to do that, you really better spend some extra time at college getting a business degree. Because the, the, the business of art is the way you're going to make your money, whether you're doing that for just purely artistic purposes or you're doing that within a business setting, you need to be able to be involved in business. So double majoring is one of the recommendations that people uh, often make. Um, it, my daughter was interested in forensic accounting in college, and so she has a degree in accounting and she has a minor in criminal justice. Well, criminal justice is on some of the lists of majors not to get, um, and they explain why. But if you combine that with accounting, she, she has doors open for her. She's in law school now too, which helps. Uh, but th this opens up doors for her that 
when you put it all together are just not there for any one of those doors. And community college, I know that you're a big fan of community college. Yeah. That option, if you don't know what you want to do, but you want to go to college, save the money, go to community college and take some time to figure that out. It's okay to not know what you want to do right away. Yeah. Well, and one of the things you talked about the internships and such, that is, you want to pick a school that will give you lots of opportunities to do that. And community colleges sometimes have a lot of small internship opportunities uh, that they can get you out into. Uh, other small colleges, four-year colleges, also have a lot of those internship opportunities. But community college is a great place to figure stuff out at a lower cost. Um, believe it or not, in our state of Kansas, they're moving toward a model now where they'll provide free community college to anyone who's willing to come back after they complete their education and work in the state for a couple of years. So we're, there are other places I think headed in that direction. California used to be there. I don't know where they're at at this point. But uh, this idea of getting a chance to learn without committing your fortune is very valuable. Unfortunately, instead, you get kids who, who buy into a brand and, you know, I like Dartmouth too, but they hear this and they think Penn, they think University of Chicago, they think Stanford, they want that brand. And there's some value in the brand, but usually people overestimate what that value is. And so they go to, you know, Cornell so they can become a third grade teacher. Wow, that's a bad idea. Uh, the cost to go to Cornell, if you are not funded, is very high and the amount of money you make being a third grade teacher, trust me, I'm married to a teacher, it's not that high. So you, people don't think of what's called ROI, return on investment, when they are calculating all of this. Now, if you're gonna go to Stanford and be an engineer, or maybe that's Caltech, but you, you go somewhere that's really MIT and you spend a lot of money and you're a top engineer and doors are opened for you because you went to MIT, you have at it because that's one thing those expensive colleges can do is open a lot of doors. But if it's opening the door to, to, you know, uh, a job, job that doesn't pay very well, you probably want to start with community college and try to minimize the cost outlay. I was reading a story from us world news report the other day, and they were talking about how you don't have to break the bank to go to college. Yes, college is expensive. I get that. But there's options here in the Midwest. If you're Native American like myself, I was able to go to Haskell for a couple of years right. and spend 750 bucks a semester for room and board and tuition and everything. College of the Ozarks in Branson, Missouri. Work on campus, you get everything paid for. You don't have to spend a lot of money just to get that education, you have to measure how worth it it is. Yeah, absolutely. And this is back to the brand. It, you know, it may not be a fancy brand to say you went to junior college, but if you get a four-year degree in a, uh, in a wisely chosen area of study and you do the things you were describing, uh, also mentorship by professors as well as internships, make good connections, you're going to be in really good shape. Uh, when my wife came out of college, she had a lot of help from her professors uh, finding a job, which at the time, believe it or not, as a teacher was harder to do than it is now. You can kind of 
fall off a log and get a job right now because there's so much need in teaching. But she really appreciated the mentorship and guidance of her teachers. And this is true for most of the kids I work with. I always tell them, uh, develop those relationships. And when you go to a big school, whether it's a brand name school or land grant school or whatever, it's a lot harder to do that uh, because there's so many uh, students in the classes You've got to really work hard to reach out and shake those hands that will help later down the road. But it, there's a lot of ways to fund college, and it so frequently does start with junior college because of the significantly reduced cost. But that's just not what we teach kids. We teach kids that there's an educational industrial complex that teaches kids that there's this one way to do it and it's an expensive way. And of course it's a business model that supports that. You know, don't, don't kid yourself. For-profit colleges are not the only ones that have a business plan. That is for sure. And I can tell you, you know, in this media world, they say that where you go to college that gets you your first job. Is that the case everywhere else? How much value is your college degree to your career, Dr. West? Well, this is, this is where branding can pay off. I know people who went to Ivy colleges that, you know, <clears throat> get to work on notable television shows as interns and stuff. So there's some doors that are open in those situations that are harder to open other places. But what really makes the difference is uh, if you can, if your school is good at internship placement, uh, because internships aren't just good learning experience. They are often, very often, they are in our office, uh, the way we recruit. And so if someone comes to me and says, I would like to be an intern in um, master's psychology, social work counseling, the first question I'm going to ask is, are you open to working here? And if they're like, no, I'm going to be moving back to Pennsylvania, I'm not interested in talking to them. If they're like, yeah, I would love to live in Lawrence, Kansas and work for you, you know, that doesn't mean it's a done deal. But we, like so many corporations, use internships as a way to study like a huge long job interview. And we study the candidate and then would like to offer him a job later on. That's a great path to getting a job. And yes, brand name schools, big businesses are going to look at that and uh, want to draw from those uh, groups for their internships. Last thing, we'll end on this. I love college. Some of the best years of my life. I bet you feel the same way about your college days and such as well, Dr. West. Sure. But at the end of the day, college isn't for everybody either. Whether it's no. taking a gap year and trying to figure out what you want to do, that's okay. Or not going to college at all and going to trade school or something like that. We need to push this more, don't we? That college is not a must-do, that it's up to what's best for that individual, right? Absolutely. And one of the things that's changed when I was in college versus when you were is I, I graduated high school in 1981. And at that time, the movie Animal House was very popular. It had been <laughs> out of two or three years before that. But it was a parody. It was an, a, a jokey imagination of what college was very raucous and everybody was drunk all the time. And, you know, they did all sorts of naughty things. And it was very, very funny. We liked it. We laughed a lot. Well, over the last 30 years, 35 years, this has become, the college has become far too much about the college experience. And, uh, and so you go and you have kind of Animal House 
And it's very, it's really entertainment for lost kids. That is a terrible reason to go to college. And too many people want that experience. So they go because you have this educational industrial complex telling you that's what you should do. And you have this um, desire to, you know, paint the school colors on your chest and be seen on the, you know, camera at the ballgame. These are terrible reasons to go to college. Uh, And I really recommend people think twice if that's their reasoning. From an academic standpoint, uh, some people just, they aren't good at school. And you, some people, it's very hard to become good at school. And those people shouldn't be shamed. They should consider lots of careers that take a year of school, two years of school, trades. Uh, many people I've worked with have done fantastically in trades after two years of technical school. And you know, things like uh, HVAC, ventilation and cooling, uh, especially if you get your electrical certification in that, you make a lot of money. And there's no four-year college required. Um, a good welder is hard to come by. I, I have a good welder. I am, I am not as good a welder as my dad was. So I, I hire people to do that. And I just do a little crappy welding. They do the good stuff for me. Those are hard people to come by. And uh, auto mechanics work now in um, beautiful like laboratory shops. If you've ever been out in those now, they just look like you could have lunch out there, you know. Right. Like a kitchen. So they're beautiful air conditioned work environments. So a lot of trades uh, uh, are really excellent for young people. And we just are barely now just starting to push those again in schools and really encourage kids to take a look at them. Dr. West, I've always said that I would love to have stayed in college if I just didn't have to go to class, but it doesn't work yeah. that way. So. <laughs> That old painting the colors on your chest problem there, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. But nonetheless, Dr. West, we appreciate the time as always. We'll catch up with you next week. Check him out online, dr-west.com is the website. Thanks for joining us, Wes. Take care, Tyler.